everybody, welcome to the Shenanacast! I am your host, Sasaku, and with me today is... I'm Shadow Chorus. And nobody else. Units is busy doing things. Roll up closer to the mic. Um, Units is busy doing things. So, uh, we're... This would have been, you know, just a little bit more interesting with Units here, because he would have been a third voice and a third mind to remember things. But, uh, this is... Tis the season for awards. Uh, last week, week before last, you know, lots of websites started dishing out their awards. You know, in the next couple of weeks, there's going to be even more people talking about their 2015, you know, year of year, year end review of 2015. We've already had one of the game of the years, uh, like The Witcher Three. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's been you know numerous numerous award shows all over the place, and we figured, well, why the hell not give it a try? Um, so we're going to do our, uh, this is the Shenanicast Financial Films uh, year in review for 2015. Sort of a, a retrospective of the things that happened in 2015 that, you know, sort of stood out to us, uh, at least the two of us at least. And, and, and I'll, I'll kick it off with the fact that now, in January, I will have been streaming for a year. Uh, January marks a full year of me streaming, um, and it's come a long way. I started streaming one day a week. Uh, I started streaming like it was Fridays. It was like I streamed on Friday every week, and I started with Ride to Hell. Um, and then it rapidly grew up out of that because I, you know, I found I liked it and I was good at it. And uh, it went from one day a week to two days a week, three days a week to now seven days a week with not just me streaming. Like I've I've kind of gone backwards a little bit because now now in the new year I'm only streaming twice a week but we as Final Show Films are streaming every day, um, so it's 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 kind of amazing to, to to sort of look back at it and see where I was just a year ago, you know, uh, just a year ago it was me by myself not even with a camera, um, me by myself with the shotgun mic bounced precariously on a thing. Uh, and playing Ride to Hell. And from there, now we have Sinsaku Shinaganery, Point and Die Shinaganery, Bloodbath Bonanza, The Shadow Course, ga- the Shadow Course Gathers, Units and Pookies, Happy Murder Fun Time, Super Ethical Explosive Rally Shinaganery, and, 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 and we have a Patreon. <laughs> We do three like like from 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 me streaming. We've evolved into such a such a such a massive amount of content that we produce in such a very short time. Um, it's been a hell of a year. It's it's been, you know just just in that aspect alone. Uh, I'm like looking. I was thinking about it earlier today, just looking back at it, and it's like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> um. So so yeah, that that's been. That and, and I, I, I touched on it, but uh, our Patreon, what happened four months ago, three yeah. months ago, and we're like somewhere around a hundred dollars. Yeah, well, you know, roughly a little about about fifteen dollars less than a hundred dollars a month right now. Um, and 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 while it's not a lot compared to other Patreons, it's it's still, it's still a number. <laughs> it's 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 not zero. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely a, a um, generous amount. Yeah, and 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 just the the podcast listens. We we've in the past three four months we've released forty pod forty episodes of pod uh, of of various podcasts um, on Podbean, and it has like uh, on the website plays over two thousand plays. Um, let me pull up the. Uh, let me pull up the um, the feed hits and look at that number real quick, because it's a much larger number. Oh no, yeah. Uh, let's see. When, so total plays twenty two thousand. Yeah, two thousand five. Um, we want to go to customize statistics feed hits total hits in the last thirty days. Five five thousand five hundred fifteen. See the all time, twenty two thousand. Yeah, our total hits of all time is ten times our plays on the website. Twenty two thousand hits. Approaching twenty three thousand. Approach rapidly approaching twenty three thousand feed hits on on our podcast, which is phenomenal. And again, 
don't know how many of those are not actually people listening. I don't, and quite frankly, that's, I don't care. That's still an amazing number. Um, like, it, it, it boggles the mind. Um, and, and it, it's, it's super encouraging. Like, whenever I, whenever I'm feeling like, you know, am I, you know, like, is this, is this doing anything? Are people actually enjoying our content? I only have to look at this number to say, okay, somebody is enjoying our content. They're not telling us it. They're not responding to us, and that's fine. Somebody's enjoying this. Um, so that's phenomenal. Like, we, 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 we've got that. Um, on Twitch, we've got... Uh, on Twitch, we've got almost... We're, we're approaching 200 followers. Yeah, we're at 161 followers on Twitch. We're, pro, we're rapidly approaching 200. Um... On our YouTube channel has we've I like well at the beginning of the year my YouTube channel had two fall two subscribers, um, and now we have uh let's see now we have thirty five yeah we have thirty five subscribers with over three thousand views on the YouTube channel now, um and it, you know and again it's not a lot it, you know. An episode might average 24 views. Uh, an episode might average 10 views, you know. What, but it's still a, an amazing amount of people enjoying our content. Um, like, the numbers, some of them are small, some of them are huge. I, any amount of numbers is fantastic. And, and all of this from last year, me saying, I really want to stream, I'm going to stream. Like, going from streaming one game once a week to this in a year is astounding by any metric. Um, And so that's definitely been uh, sort of a really big part of 2015 for me. Uh, That's my first one. We'll just pass off to you now. (laughs) (laughs) Something, something more within my purview. It's been a hell of a year for hardcore gaming. Like, we've seen The Witcher 3, we've seen Bloodborne, and we've seen a bunch of games that follow in that vein. Undertale. <laughs> Undertale mixes bullet hell, bullet hell gameplay with RPGs. I have not actually played Undertale. I should it, get around it, to it at some point. It's hard. Like people, 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 people like categorize it as like an SJW Tumblr game. It's not. It well, is a hard fucking game. That's mostly because of how much of a fandom it's built up on Tumblr. It's it's it also because the main character is a girl. <laughs> Anyways, but like, Bloodborne came out this year and it like blew people's minds like the 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 sheer like the way it played with the dark souls formula and the way it um the transformative <laughs> weapons and the massive difficulty spike uh from from previous dark souls games shit you talked about a massive difficulty spike old hunters ow old fucking hunters the old hunter dlc is amazingly i haven't amazingly been able to get past difficult. the first old hunter you haven't gotten past Ludwig? No, no, no! The first hunter. <laughs> you walk out the. You walk out of Aiden Chapel. Look to your right. There's a hunter. I can't get past him. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm nearing beating the old hunters DLC now, and that's mostly because I haven't been playing Bloodborne for a while lately. Uh, like, I, after a few days of grinding and grinding, I pushed my way through uh, into the final zone, um, but. Not even, not even in the in the, in the realm of Souls like The Witcher Three is an incredible piece yeah. of hardcore gaming. Like, I mean, it's a incredible piece of gaming. I don't think we need to label it hardcore. It's an incredible piece of gaming. I mean, the it's it's an excellent role playing game, but the gameplay challenges you in a way that I've come to expect Souls games to. Like, it, it can't, but it, it can also not. Like, if you if you set it lower. That's the thing about the the Witcher. Like the Witcher's uh, difficulty scales so very well. If you set it at a lower difficulty, it doesn't. It's not too terribly challenging, and you can go play through it for the story and for the characters and for the events. Or if you're like me and you're looking and for hardcore you, gaming, you can you can play it at the really super hardcore difficulty. 
or you can play it at a more, much more you know casual difficulty. And I don't I don't like I don't like labeling things hardcore or casual because that sort of that puts a class on it, and and I don't think that anything like there are people that I know that have gotten into Bloodborne that are not hardcore gamers, but that didn't even like Dark Souls. But Bloodborne just has that. Bloodborne hit the sweet spot in the formula that's rewarding enough and challenging enough and e- easy but not that people who didn't like Dark Souls really like Bloodborne. So I don't I wouldn't even classify Bloodborne as a hardcore game because there's tons of new people that got introduced to that genre through Bloodborne that would have never played Dark Souls but did play Bloodborne. I mean, I probably would never play Bloodborne if I hadn't played Dark Souls, so... And if people would never play Dark Souls if they hadn't played Bloodborne. Like, like... But you can definitely get the hardcore experience out of Witcher 3, especially yeah, when you like put that, it in a higher difficulty. A hardcore experience, I think, is a better phrase than a, than a hardcore game. Because now we're saying, well, this game is hardcore, no casuals will ever play it, and, and that's just not true. Also insulting. <laughs> I mean... Even I know. A, I know that's not what you meant. Even, even as a hardcore, even yeah. as a hardcore gamer, I, I enjoy casual games. And yeah, even, I, and many casual gamers do enjoy the occasional hardcore yeah. game. Like, and I, and I know. I know that's not what you meant. It's just that's how it sounds. Mm. But like <laughs> The Witcher Three, especially when you put it on, on one of the higher difficulties, is so punishing and so skill heavy. Oh, yeah, it's a very tactical game. It makes me feel really happy. Like I, I. I can waste so much time just cranking Witcher three to the highest difficulty and and hunting down monsters. Yeah, you know, being a Witcher, <laughs> being a Witcher, role playing. Yeah, the, the Witcher Witcher three was fantastic, and I really enjoyed streaming it. It, it provided a lot of amusement and entertainment. Um, missing boats makes uh, makes people laugh apparently. So, Witcher was really good. Bloodborne was really good, and it has been a really excellent game for for the the more core demographic of gamers. But it's also been a really excellent game for the more fringe demographics. Year, right? Uh, been excellent year for the more fringe demographics. You know, we've had games like Her Story, Undertale, again. Um, you know, games like uh, Read Only, uh, Read Only, Mem- no Random Access Memories, no Read Only Memories, Read Only Memories, uh, Techno Babylon. Um, you know, there, there's been a ton of games, uh, um, oh, why am I blanking on, uh, Life is Strange wrapped up this year. Um, you know, there's been a ton of, of, of games that sort of aren't aimed at the 18 to 27 year old male demographic, white male demographic, um, that are aimed at the fringe uh, L- LGBT crowd, the female gamer crowd, the you know the 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 SJW crowd, which is such a f- stupid fucking term. Um, the you know the 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 non-standard game archetype. It they've gotten a lot of really good games. Her story is a fantastic game if you haven't seen it or, or played it. Um, it's, it's, and it, it, it's another one of those that was, you know, labeled, you know, SJW, Tumblr, Bait, whatever, blah, 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 by people who've never played the game. Uh, it's, it's a murder mystery. It's a, it's, it's literally a murder mystery. And it's a fantastic murder mystery. Um, the first, I think the first word in the game is murder. (laughs) Like, um... And you know, uh, 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 read-only memories or random access memories. Are, it's one of those two names, and I'm sorry I'm messing it up. Ram uh, or Rom? Yeah, Ram or Rom is is a is a surprisingly you know open game. It's a point-click adventure game. Along similar, it deals with similar themes as Techno Babylon did, um, but uh, from a, from sort of a different perspective. And the opening sequence of the game has you programming a robot. That's going to be like your companion, like this robot uh, dog or servant or whatever. And the game prompts you with a series of questions. You know, it's like, well, what pronoun would you like your robot to address you as? Male pronouns, female pronouns, or other? You can make your own. Uh, you know, if your if your robot was going to suggest a was going to suggest a um, a restaurant to you, what sort of dietary restrictions do you have? 
So you can make a, you can basically you customize your character through interacting with this robot into, you know, you could be, you could, whatever. You could be a person who only eats kosher foods. And the effect that that has mechanically is uh, it changes the name of, like, curative items in the game. So if you, if you are a Hasidic Jew, you're not going to be eating pork chops to heal yourself. You know, or anything like that. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be eating non-kosher foods. Uh, if you're uh, if you know if you're if you're Muslim or anything or any other you know if you have any other dietary restriction, you're not gonna be eating things that you wouldn't normally eat. Uh, which is is very little. You know, it's a very small thing, and it's 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 a super small aspect of this game. But it says a lot about the mindset of the developers. Um, and there's, there's a ton of other games that came out this year that I'm not going to be able to, to recap all of them for time's sake. You know, you know what it's also but, been a really good know, year for? Yeah. It's been a really good year for those weird little experimental games, like Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. No, oh, yeah. Uh, VR games, big this year. And that, that was, that was uh, one of them. That was that started off as a VR game and ended up as a party game, I believe, because it, it started off because you, you had your head in the thing and then the person that didn't have their head in the VR set. So basically you had your head in a VR set and could see the bomb and the other person didn't have their head in the VR set and had the book. <laughs> and that's how it started and then it grew to, you know, now it's a party game on Steam and, and the various other ways uh, that you can play it. But yeah, that's a, that's a really fun game. And it's a really interesting experiment in the game. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, it's been a good year for board games, too. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Death Monster. Um, I haven't even played it yet. No, I haven't, but I want to so bad. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, it's been... What's, what, what's something else that, that was been really good for you? Uh, Red Dragon Inn. Uh, I don't know if it's... It, I, know it, I don't think it started this year. But it definitely got a lot of popularity this year. Like, its Kickstarter for Red Dragon in 5 definitely pushed it forward um, quite a lot. Yeah, so, so I mean, the Red Dragon in Kickstarter happened this year. That, yeah, that's for, the, for the character trove, which was a really, really uh, good upgrade. Which was... I, I feel it was one of those um, board game ideas that people don't think about. The idea that all these expansions kind of take up a lot of space, so you should make one of them have a giant box that you can put everything in. Mm-hmm. Which is a really good idea that I thought was excellent. Um, but no, there was... It's... Tabletop Simulator. Was it not this year? It was it not this year? No. Was it, was it last year? No, Tabletop Simulator came out... If not last year, it came out a while ago. I know... I, I believe it, it's been... Uh, it's been out for... No, no, it didn't no, come out this year. year. It was it June. It came out June. Wow. No, yeah. I thought it was last year. I thought it was the year before last. No, okay, yeah, so Tabletop Simulator. That's been a really big one for, uh, for introduce at the very least, for introducing people to tabletop games. Like, people, and even for people like me, who, uh, up until recently when I moved in with, uh, units, um, I didn't have anyone to play tabletop games with. Mm. Like... You you had moved out. My like mother and father aren't really a tabletop kind of people, so tabletop simulator was a way for me to play tabletop games with my friends online. Like it allowed me to play all these games that I've been wanting to play but haven't had people to play with. Yeah, um, it's definitely been like a really really useful tool. Yeah. Um. Now just trying to rack your brain for. It's also been a really good year for movies. Like I would actually argue that while this may have been a good year for movies, I think next year, th- this coming this year I mean, this, is is gonna be the year this, for this year. This year may be better for movies, but last year was really good for movies. Like we got Fury Road, uh, we had we had Fury Road. Uh, um, now I'm blanking on everything. I mean Fury Road, Star Wars. Uh, what else did we have that was really good? I know I've seen more than just two movies this year. <laughs> I can't because I'm trying to think of them. Uh, I can't think, I think of Avengers Two was this year. I think it was. Um, yeah, Age later. of Ultron. So, yeah, we had a- a- Avengers: Age of Ultron. So we had Age of Ultron. We had uh, The Force Awakens. We had Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Uh, we had. 
Um, I don't know how I don't know how well Jurassic World did, but it came out. Spect- this year. Yeah, Spectre, Jurassic World, Mad Max, Fury Road. Um, what else do we have? I'm just looking at a, a, the ign- Hitman ign- movie. Ignore, came out. Hi- ignore that. How bad um, was it? I haven't I haven't actually watched it. The first one was bad. Was the first one was forgettable. Like it wasn't bad. It was forgettable, which I think is worse. Mm. Um. I haven't seen Pan yet. Um, yeah, like there's been a lot of movies that people have really. The liked. La- uh, yeah, I mean, a ton of ton of movies came out. The Hateful Eight. Hateful I have not I seen that one yet, yet, but people, but people have uh, been mixed, telling me that's good. I've heard mixed feel. I've heard mixed things. Minions apparently was really good though. Uh, Jurassic World at least did good, even if it wasn't good. Spectre came out. You know, um, a half dozen Hunger Games movies. Uh, <laughs> Inside Out, which apparently was super good too. Um, not 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 as good a year for movies as it was for games, but still, there's still a, a handful of good ones. And, and again, Star Wars and Mad Max made my year, so that's really all I needed. Oh, so oh, like outside of gaming, but a, a, a brief aside, it's been a really good year for quality, actually. What do you mean? Well. Both in 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 the gaming circle and out, people have been kind of losing the uh, a lot of, a lot of the problems that have been kind of grained in. Like Mad Max presented uh, one of the strongest female leads that we've seen in a long time. Um, even in Cards, um, uh, what is her name uh, in Magic: The Gathering? Alesha, who smiles at death. Uh, the transgender uh, major character in 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 uh, Khan's block. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been a good year for characters who show equality without trying to make a billboard out of it. Yeah, which is the thing that I hate. It's like when you when you when you have to try and show off equality, like look at this character. They're a female and they can do all the things that men can do. That almost belittles it to me. I mean, it does, but it, it also... When you have... Ha- but you can write a character like Furiosa who doesn't have to be like, hey, look at all these things that she can do. She can do all the things men can. It's just kind of understood that that's true. Yeah, I mean, they that, that certainly makes a better... that on a billboard. That certainly makes a better character, but I can't fault people for wanting to billboard uh, a strong female or strong other type characters uh, because for the last, you know... However many years cinema has been a thing, that hasn't been true. Uh, so yes, I can I can I can understand. I, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't irritate me because okay that's fine. We've billboarded the strong white we've billboarded the strong stereotypical white male lead for long enough. Let them billboard something else for a while. It's like I um, I, I get that, but to me it almost seems counterproductive because like, like you you are directly making the comparison. Like they have to prove something, which I mean, what you bothers are, we, me. You are, and, and that, that that's valid. But we haven't had a female Arnold Schwarzenegger yet, <laughs> so they have a ways to go. <laughs> well, like, it, it, like we have not had, uh, we have not had the female Conan the Barbarian, like who only exists for Conan the Barbarian, who basically only exists for masculine pride, like. Like, His most famous line is, "What is good in life? To uh, to crush your enemies, see them see them removed before you, and hear the lamentations of their women." Like Furiosa, <laughs> like just makes me so happy. Yeah, because she is a strong character who doesn't have to prove anything. Yeah, she but. starts she starts the movie being one of the most respected people in the movie. No, and Furiosa is a fantastic female character. I'd love to see more characters like Furiosa. However, I won't shy away from seeing more characters like Lara Croft. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that's that's what we have to get. That's what we have to get. Um, I, I, I it, it, billboarding it doesn't doesn't bother me as much because because okay, fair enough, you know. Um, Until Dawn was another really good game that came out uh, this year. This or I say this year. This year's over. Twenty fifteen. Um, really, and it also really sort of showed that uh, the games industry could still do horror games. Uh, oh, Alien Isolation. 
Alien Isolation showed that you know that 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 a good Aliens game can be made, and that a triple A game can actually do a horror game for once. Was it triple A? It was triple A. That was that was that was one of the that was one of the big budget games. That was the only big budget horror game that came out this year. I mean, I know it was Warner Bros., but I don't know that they put that much money behind it. Because Warner Bros. doesn't put too much money behind anything, really. Uh, I mean, just look at Arkham Knight, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which was buggy out the ass. Which is why I got a console version of it. Um, Last of Us Remastered came out this year. This was also the year of the remasters and remakes. Like there were, there was also a ton of remasters and remakes this year. Uh, like the the HD edition, like I, I can think, like there were like three or four HD editions that came out this year. Weren't there? There was like Zone of Avengers HD came out this year. Yes, uh, I think Last of Us Remastered came out this year. I know it did because it came out after I was streaming. Mm. Uh, Last of Us Remastered came out this year. Um, there was like three or four different HD. Like this, Steam has been slowly been populating with every Final Fantasy HD remake uh, that there that there that there has been. Um, and recently announced Final Fantasy IX coming to Steam, which definitely can't wait to get that. Um, there was did I say Devil May Cry remastered? Uh, no, you didn't. The Devil May Cry one. HD remakes here, HD remake was thrown like this. There's, there's been HD remakes left and right, ever you know, almost every other week this year. I think that I think that's partially because of the whole no backwards compatibility thing. It's like, well, get these good games onto the consoles. I mean, it's fair. This has also been a year full of uh, full of uh, flip flopping because now there are now there is backwards compatibility on the Xbox One limited only a few games but there is um, <laughs> something they said they couldn't do all of a sudden they can and it still hasn't helped the Xbox One because this has also been the year of the PS4 <laughs> uh, Xbox One I I had an Xbox One. I had one game for the Xbox One. I traded it back in because I needed money. And it didn't get me a whole lot. It didn't get me as much as a PS4 would have. It's kind of sad. But aside from that, another one that caught, that, that caught me here, there's been a lot of AFK streaming going on this year. Yeah. Like... Technically, Temple of the Lava Bears was 2014 because it happened around Desert Bus yeah. that year. Yeah. But that kind of flew over. Like the it was recorded uh, mostly prior uh, into 20 in 20 in 2014. But a lot of the ending half came in 2015, and a lot of streaming of tabletop games came alive in 2015. Um, I feel like Critical Role started. In late 2014, early 2015? Uh, Critical Role started in 2014. I know that year. I know it started in 2014. I think it started earlier in the year. Because I remember remember references to spring in 2014. Or in earlier episodes. It definitely became massive come 2015. Like, they're getting amazing things. And... I'm seeing more and more AFK streaming. Yeah, well, like, um, like there were there there already was D and D. There already was D and D stuff on Twitch prior to 2015. Critical Role definitely made it more popular to watch those things, uh, and and so did Will Wheaton's Tabletop because they did Titan Square this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that, that they certainly helped, um, but it, it already been around. It, it's definitely gotten bigger. And um, it's only going to get bigger because it's so easy to do. It's so easy to just put a camera on a bunch of people having fun and hit record. Uh, and and it's eminently watchable. Like there there are a lot of people who watch that kind of thing because they 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 because they can't you know get together with a group of friends and play these games where they're at. They don't have enough people that are interested in around them or whatever. And so they live vicariously through streamers. There are people who, you know, maybe can but are too shy or too introverted or too not interested enough to 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 do 
that. Or too busy. Or too busy to do that. And they also live, you know, vicariously through Twitch streamers. I worked today, and I'm tired. Anyways, um... So yeah, uh, uh, definitely I would agree with, with tabletop streaming being really big in 2015. Definitely bigger than it was in 2014. And, and probably going to be even bigger in, in going into 2016. Uh, let's see, what, what, what else can we think of? Um, I feel like this year has been kind of a boiling point, where things have been building up and building up to what almost seems like 2016 is going to have a lot of major... Uh, events going off. Potentially. Um, definitely looking forward to what 2016 is. You know what else has been? Uh, it's been a very interesting year for politics. Oh. Um, oh. It has. It's been a very interesting year for politics. This is the first election in a long time that I can think of where it looks like we're going to get a Democratic president after another Democratic president. Like, typically we typically we'll, we bounce back and forth. It's, you know... Uh, Democrats for eight years, Republicans for eight years, Democrats for eight years, Republicans for eight years. I I can't remember the last time, before I was born, I believe, that we went from a Democratic president to another Democratic president. Um, like, over the course of an election. Like, like due to election, I should say. Um, the, the attitudes in the states are changing. Uh, uh, on, like, when, in regards to our views of politics and our views of, of, of societal norms. We've, you know, universally legalized gay marriage. Granted, after Ireland, but that's something that I wouldn't have ever seen coming. And in 2015 it happened. Um, both in Ireland and here. Uh, it's It's been really amazing to sort of see... Uh, us, like, as a nation, just sort of get fed up with the attitudes, the, the sort of older attitudes that have been holding us back. Um, yeah, this is also, like, this is the, the, the newer generation is finally getting up to the point where they have the loudest voice because the yeah. old people are having to retire and get and step down from the pedestal. And this new generation is tired of being told that other people aren't as good as they are. Yeah. So, it certainly is interesting to uh, to, to to see, and I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes in 2016 too. Um. Yeah, it's been a hell of a year. Going back to our own stuff, uh, the podcasts, like. We did. We started with the Shenanigans in June or July. We started with the Shenanigans in July, uh, and rapidly have gone from the Shenanigans to a simpler life and Space Cowboys. And the one one shot and of uh, Call Cthulhu. Yeah, and probably more one shots in the future. We've got plan. You know, we've got these big plans for our Patreon going forward. Patreon's another thing that's really blown up in 2015. Like. Prior yeah, 20, to 20, 2014 was mostly like Kickstarter and Indiegogo, but yeah. 2015 is like, hey, you can just kind of give us a little bit. Like Patreon started, Patreon started, I believe it started in 2014, 2013. Patreon started in 2013. Um, and it just got super huge in the last year. Um, like as of as of like like early in 2014 it started you know we started seeing it started becoming more because a lot of the content producers were making YouTube videos um, and then as it, it, it you know it grew and grew and grew now it we you know we, we we make YouTube videos but we also do podcasts we also stream and it supports writers journalists uh, artists musicians. Um, game, you know, professional gamers. It supports uh, comedy troops. You know, it supports, uh, you know, Jim Sterling. It supports uh, Loading Any Run. It supports, you know, you know, you throw a rock and you're going to hit somebody that it supports. It's a huge step forward, especially because prior to that, the biggest way to make money was with a, a on, on the internet, was like on YouTube, do with ad revenue. 
Like, now you don't need that. Ad much. revenue was the big was the big thing, and and ad revenue led to this you know this rise of these YouTube corporate um, entities that 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 became effectively the same thing that the studio system was in uh, in California. Telling, actually quite telling, that a lot of the content producers that are on these studios also live in California. These studios are also based, like Maker Studio is based in California. And a lot of people that work for Maker, Epic Rap Battles of History, uh, Epic Rap Battles of History, um, Good Mythical Morning, uh, you know, all these other powered by Maker uh, companies, Geek and Sundry, I think, does Geek and Sundry work with Makers? I don't recall. I don't know if Geek and Sundry works with me, but I know Geek and Sundry themselves are all out in California, where the studio system is heavily in place. And they all work on this, this ad revenue model, very similar, almost identical, in fact, to the studio systems of Hollywood, uh, which also work on ad revenue, just larger ads. Um, and th- we're sort of breaking away, like where... Where originally uh, film and television broke away from the studio system to make independent, you know, independent things, and 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 uh, you know that and that's where we got Sundance Festival and all these independent uh, film festivals that, that cropped up. That's where we got Robert Rodriguez. That's where we got a lot of the you know a lot of the most most talented, brilliant, genius filmmakers of our day um, came out of this indie film scene. Then that moved to YouTube. And all the independent content producers moved to YouTube, and the studio system followed them again. Uh, followed them to followed them to YouTube. So now we've got YouTube Studios, and now Patreon is a way to completely break that mold. There's no way to make a studio Patreon. It doesn't work. And the other the other, the other <laughs> thing about Patreon is it removes the need for a publisher. Yeah, it removes the need for someone looking over your back saying no, don't do that, or yes, do this. We need you to do this. Well, I mean, a publisher start like I'm the publisher for Final Show Films. It still has its place, but at the same time, you can take more risk with a Patreon. Yeah, because it's just like, do I think my fans will like this? If yes, we're gonna make it. Yeah, it's like it's not now. The publisher's role has returned back to not, uh, you know, dictating what we do. But making sure it gets done, like that was the classic role of the publisher was not not to say okay you can't put this in it because it'll lose X amount of views. It was to say okay you can't put this in it because you've already spent three years on this project. You need to get it out the door. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's the original role of the publisher, and and that is what I do, and that is what you know that that's 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 what we can you know look for look 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 with with Patreon because now funding is no longer the issue now the issue is just time getting it out the door um, I've been very thankful for our Patreon you know the money hasn't you know the money has, has gone towards paying for our website and, and, and you know helping us get our business license and things like that um, more than it has gone into any of our pockets but it's still super encouraging and it's still wonderful to know that people are willing to donate money to us to, for us to do what we do. Um, like, that alone is incredibly encouraging. I think that's a, that's a big encouragement to anybody who wants to make content for a living. Uh, just to have even just one person donating money to them to do that is enough to keep people going. Uh, and I think for that, if it was nothing but that on Patreon, like if Patreon was just a, you only get five bucks from us, but it shows people that it shows that people like what you do, that would be worthwhile. But it's so much more than that, and I love it. I really do, really do love Patreon, and uh, and and what it sort of stands for. <clears throat> what else has come out in uh, what, what what else big has happened in 2015? Oh yeah, uh, there was this there was this thing that happened with this company um, in Japan, uh, Kojima, and uh, oh, you mean the, uh, the, the, the I Konami? think what do they call Konami? Yeah, Konami. 
Uh, there was this big thing on Twitter that was called hashtag fuck Konami. Um, because Konami, as we found out in 2015, are dicks. Um, 2015 was also a big year for, you know, startling, rev- startling revelations amongst the game industry. Well, it's like, um, people like to hate on EA, but at least EA doesn't actively force their people to not take breaks, and then once they're done with their project, demote them to janitorial duty. Yeah, you know, at least EA pays their contributors. Um... Yeah, so we, we, we sort of learned some ugly truths about the gaming industry this year, and fortunately, you know, uh, some some of the gaming industry's, you know, brighter stars have managed managed to sort of extricate themselves from those unfortunate uh, sides of the gaming industry. Uh, and, and we learned that uh, Konami doesn't give a fuck and is willing to lie straight to our faces. Um, oh, Pop culture has been getting invaded by geek culture this year. That's a, that's been a, that's been a big thing. I mean, that's, that's been happening it, it's for a while. it's been happening for a while, but it it really became more noticeable in 2015 because the whole the whole the uh, like the geek chic thing started becoming like we talked about it in one of the in one of the more recent um, shenanigans using gaming as a method for advertising yeah. things outside of gaming. Yeah, like the, lightning. The lightning and the handbag that lightning, she so much hates. Lightning, lightning lifelessly selling Louis Vuitton did happen at the end of 2015. It did. It is true. This is a true fact. Um, if you guys haven't seen that video, look it up. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely that, that, sort of, that sort of melting pot of cultures has, has definitely started brewing. Um... There's also been a lot of like critical role. You know, critical role been doing a whole lot of good uh, this year. Um, not only for not only for gaming, but you know, for for ancillary things. Uh, this year, this year I went to Desert Bus, which was you know that was a really big thing for me. Um, not only did I go to Desert Bus, I went to Desert Bus the year they broke three point five million dollars lifetime total. So that was that was fun. We went from two million last year to three point five this year. Yep, raised a million and a half. Well, I mean, it was no, no. We were, they were at, I think they were at, just, just below three last year. And they were like two point eight last year when we ended. Because we only raised six hundred thousand dollars. We only raised six hundred thousand dollars for charity this year. Mm, um, only six hundred. Only six hundred thousand. Uh, so yeah, it was. It was like. It was like. 2.8, 2.7 last year. I mean, you jumped to 3.5. I mean, yeah. I mean, small, you know, small steps. Baby steps. Baby <laughs> steps. Baby steps. Um, yeah. Like, I'm running out of things to say, but 2015 was really... Like, uh, there was, there's been a lot, of, a lot of negativity in 2015, but overall, it was a really positive year. Um, I think a lot of the negativity comes from... Oh... God, there is a man who looks like a squirrel with a toupee running for president. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But that, 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 I don't, Jesus Christ. Watching him melt down has made the end of 2015 really interesting. Uh, watching him just slowly and slowly become more and more of a caricature. Uh, I, I find it hilarious that his name, like, I should know his name, but it's, it's fleeing my head right now. Donald Trump? Thank you. No, don't, no. <laughs> No, why would you remind me of his name? Uh, but no, like Donald, how could you forget? But Donald Donald Trump, I think, has been a source of a lot of like real negativity across. It's funny. I've noticed people who use the internet hate Donald Trump. People who are of the slightly older age, where the internet is not part, like not necessarily part of their daily routine, like tend to be more on his side. But the people who can use the internet all the time and see how much of a farce he is presenting. You mean people that fact check and research? Yeah. The people who actually look into what he's saying. People that actually listen to what he's saying? <laughs> you don't have to look into anything. Listen to him talk. And there are still people who support him. Listen to him get mad because Hillary Clinton went to the bathroom during a commercial break. There are still people who like him. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But, no, like, I feel like he has been a lot of the negativity this year. I mean, year. no, I mean, 
He's been he's been an amount of it, yes, but he has not been the only source of negativity this year. Uh, I mean, Kojima or Konami, uh, Gamergate <laughs> slash Gamergazi slash stupid people do, uh, appropriating tragedies for their own personal vendettas. Like, I'm sorry, you you, you don't get to appropriate. Uh, Watergate. Um, Watergate. And Benghazi. And Benghazi for your fucking non existent crusade against corruption in journalism when really what you want to do is beat up on specific people. Like, no. You what? No, you, this is not gamer cost, okay? We do not just slap the, you know, turn, turn a important world event into a suffix for you to use. No. I do not approve of that. And like and and that you should not feel proud of that. That should not be your instinct to do. Like I I uh, who's going like would you suffix Hiroshima? Would you make game Hiroshima? Would you do that? Like, make light of the deaths of thousands of people due to, due to, in a nuclear holocaust? All to rail against perceived injustice in journalism? Well, apparently, yes. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand the mental faculties of people that do that. But anyway, that's off topic. We're talking about positive things. Um, we need more things. Units should be here because units would think of other things. <laughs> units, see, see, the problem, the problem with doing a two man now is that we're so used to having a third person to bounce things off of that when they're not there, we're just like, yeah, that was good. Hey, units, wait a second. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. What about oh, uh, point like adventure games? Actually, uh, we had, we had King's Quest, we had Minecraft Story Mode, which is apparently really good. Tales from the Borderlands. Um, uh, Techno Babylon. Techno Babylon. I mean, read only memories or random access memories, whichever one it is. Um, oh, tell you what. It's been a mixed year for horror. Yeah. Like, there have been some really good, really innovative horror, but there's also been um, Evil Within. The. Speak, I mean, it's been a mixed, it's been a mixed bag for, for, for certain genres of games like. Uh, I, uh, I, I I recently played a game that came out, uh, I believe it came out this year. Didn't this come out this year? Um, if the, I think the PS4 repackaging, yeah, came out this year. Uh, Arcania the Complete Tale, which was a repackaging of Gothic 4, basically. Um, Wasn't Gothic 4 a good game? No. Or was it Gothic 3? I don't know, but... Gothic 4, at least as it was presented in the PS4, was not a good game. I know, I know there was one Gothic game that you had on the PC when it was called Gothic that you actually really enjoyed. Then it wouldn't have been hard. It would have been Gothic 4. It would have been like Gothic 2 or 3. Yeah. Um, certainly wasn't Gothic 4. I'll tell you that much. Not from what I played. Because, uh, wow, that game took generic high fantasy to the extreme. Um... We were a shepherd boy on an island killing mole rats with a stick. It was... It was anyways. Um, yeah, so certainly, you know, definitely a mixed bag in that case, but... Uh, uh, I'm, tr I'm struggling... I'm struggling to find, in the back of my head, more things to talk about at this point. Which typically is a sign that it's probably time to end the podcast. I mean, it's going to be a short one. We can do short podcasts. Yeah. You, can, can we make it another ten minutes? Can we, make it another, can we make it another ten minutes? I challenge us to make it another ten minutes. Um, what's more things that we've done this year that have been really good and we want to do more? We've certainly done a number of 24-hour streams. Oh, God. We've done a non-zero number of 24-hour streams. That number is one, and it should not go any higher. The number is two, sir. Oh, God, it is. <laughs> that number is two. Um, actually, those are really interesting, I find. I've I mean, had, 
I find doing 24-hour streams is, is an interesting way to, and, and successfully, by the way, raise viewership on our Twitch Did you ever finish Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. Because I don't remember the end. We killed Sephiroth. I know, but I don't remember us doing, like, finishing the game. No, no, I finished it. I, re- I remember that I sat there for, like, three hours and, and talked like a pirate the entire time. That was not the 24-hour stream. No, it wasn't, but that was like, we went for like eight hours. Yeah, we did. Uh, no, no, we, yeah, we finished Final Fantasy VII. We finished a lot of games this year. My, uh, my library of games on Steam has grown longer, and the amount of games I can play on to stream has grown shorter. Uh, I am, I'm definitely trying to get back to my roots of, you know, playing really bad games. Like, I've got Velvet Assassin on the lining, uh, lined up for later. Mm. Uh, that'll be interesting. I hear it's bad. Um, yeah. I think I think the biggest I think the, the the biggest change I talked about earlier was was you know with with my streaming, but I think the probably the most impactful change has been just on us as a company, our ability to produce content. Like, I, in the latter half of us doing stuff, like the past couple of months. I have been so disconnected from doing anything because I've been shuffling jobs around uh, and haven't really gotten, you know, I've only just now gotten to a place where I can get back into the regular swing of things. You guys became fairly independent of me. Yeah. Allowing me to, 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 once again, to sort of sit back in that producer role. Started um, started producing the actual play by ourselves, started mm-hmm. producing the Shenanigans cast while you weren't there for a while. Yeah. You know, I think that 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 by itself was a really you know really clear sign of, of, of growth amongst us. Uh, you got you guys have a way to go before you can do it, the entirety of it without me. But it was still pretty impressive. So um, that certainly was a bit was a, a big milestone for us, like personally. Um, like let me tell you, the first couple of days while I was away for Desert Bus were nerve wracking for me. Because I'm like, okay, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how well it's going to go. I don't know how well Austin's editing software is going to put video together. I don't know if they're going to know what they're going to do. Do they remember the spiel? Do they remember all this information that I have that I have floating about in my head that I never get to, that I never managed to write down because I have ADHD? And you guys proved that you could do it. And that was a very great weight off my shoulders. Because um, I was stressing the fuck out. Because <laughs> I do that. I'm a control freak. I worry when things are not in my hands. <laughs> uh, but no, you guys made me very proud when you guys did. Uh, you guys were able to to carry on in my absence. Uh, so there is that as well. Uh, for me, um, moving out and moving in with units and Pookie has definitely been a massive change for my yeah. year. Yeah. Um, like just having having like I only started this job. Um, this year January of, of 2015 uh, that job uh, like having having income for a year has been great like having a legitimate income um, that's that's definitely opened up a lot of doors for me just just for things that I can do now that I have money mm-hmm. um, I look forward to having money again <laughs> well you'll be making as much as I do in a week mm-hmm. yeah uh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> lest you ever forget. Um, now, that I, now that I've got a year of experience, I should be able to keep getting jobs. There you go. That's, that's, that's what it is. And, you know, my my adventure with unemployment was also a very big... Uh, it's my, my, I, being unemployed actually had a really big effect on us as a company. Because it was me being unemployed that said, okay, I'm not doing anything. Let's try to make money off this. Uh, it's funny because... Um, kicked us into high gear. What was it? Uh, like, you you being unemployed basically is what triggered us streaming seven days a week. Yeah. Because you weren't working and so you had more time to stream. Yeah, me, uh, me not having, me having no money ended up with us making more content. And making money, funnily enough. Like, the, 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 the drive to, 
the drive to create and the drive for all of us to sort of get together, put our heads together and say, okay, let's do this as a regular thing. And we're getting better. Like, we're not where we want to be yet. We're not, tech, you know, equipment-wise, skill-wise, or, or, you know, uh, following-wise. We're not where we want to be. But we're still at a good place. And it's been a hell of a year, and I look forward to seeing what 2016 brings uh, brings for Fellowship Films, at the very least. I know we, we've, we've definitely established uh, a diverse range of content. Yeah. Because each of us does something different. Yeah. Like... At the very least, if we don't do anything good, at least we do a shit ton of it. <laughs> and on that poignant note, I think we'll end this podcast. Yeah, you're four minutes short. That's minutes fine. Short. That's fine. People understand, don't you people? Um, so. I mean, with only two people, we made it almost an hour. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what happened when Units and I had to do it without you. It was like, we, we, we had the same... We hit the same problem. When there's three of us, we can talk for three hours. When there's two of us, we can barely make an hour. I don't know why. I my head was killing me that day. I apologize. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, like like when you were absent, it was me and you, and we barely made an hour. Like it, it was. It's kind of weird that for whatever reason, if there's not a third person to bounce things off of, or to run over, in the case of some, like. Whenever stop running over Pookie, please. You 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 did it too. <laughs> I listened to the podcast that the three of you did, and you did it too. That was mostly units. I actually, I, I mean, it was mostly it was mostly Austin. I, yes, I've, I've, I've actually been telling Austin to stop and let her speak. It was mostly Austin, yes, but you did it too. <laughs> just we, it's like, it, but it's like without that third body, we just okay, yeah. That was okay. Yeah, more than the sum of our parts. Without the third person, we don't fight. What the hell? <laughs> Wait, I guess we're just showing off. Um, yeah. So, if you like what you have been listening to for the past almost hour, uh, please feel free to follow us here at sincelaku.podbean.com. We we produce as we were talking about earlier. We produce three podcasts a week. Uh, all three go up on Mondays, effectively. Uh, here's the Shenanacast, which you're listening to now. There's the actual play series of A Simpler Life, which is a Warcraft RPG campaign. Uh, there's also the actual play series of Space Cowboys, which is a Mass Effect RPG campaign, which nobody but me listens to, apparently. I'm playing. I'm talking mostly about Final Show Films. Um, yeah, I really need to listen to that more. The, my, my, only, my only problem is, it for me personally, it's a jarring experience when the mic quality changes so drastically between people. I mean, it does, but at least everybody can be heard. Yeah, everyone can be heard. Fine, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like, it, that's just one of my personal issues. Like, it, the, big, the, the biggest issue is Zagrog's mic. Yeah, I, I, like that one goes every time he speaks. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's getting better. He's working on getting it better. But like, it, that's just me. Like that happens to any podcast that I that I deal with. It's the reason I don't watch. It's the reason I listen to more actual plays is because that's a, that is the case a lot of the time. Is mic quality differs so drastically that I can't reconcile it. Yeah. And so I just like, nope, can't listen to this right now. Yeah, well, hopefully our mic quality will get better on A Simpler Life because we have added, uh, we have we have expanded our audio suite on A Simpler Life. Um, so check that out next week. Next week will be the uh, the first one with our new mics, so please give us feedback on that so we can uh, update our settings as we need. I'll be listening to it this week because I need to do it for quality assurance purposes. But... Um, yeah, you can also say, yeah, you can find uh, all three of those podcasts at sinsaku.podme.com. You can also find all of the work that we do at on our website at finalshowfilms.com. Uh, you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. We stream seven days a week on twitch.tv slash sinsaku. And we upload two uh, episodes of a comedy series called Two Guys, One Camera twice a week on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash sinsaku. So please go check us out there. Please feel to, feel free to like, follow, comment, subscribe, whatever across all of our variety of things. Uh, and if you have any questions, comments, feedback, concerns, yeah, feedback is great. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, please, 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 please email us at finalshowfilms at gmail uh, We read all of our feedback. We respond to all of it. So please send it to us, and we will respond and read it. Um, yeah. That's been productive. We talked about... Let's see, look. We made, hey, an hour. made an hour. We made an hour. The spiel took us to an hour. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, thank you all for listening, and we will see you again next week with units. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.